You are listening to the sermons of the late Pastor Frank Hampton Jr., who pastored the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan from 1963 to 2018. If you would like to learn more about Pastor Hampton or the Church of God, please visit our website at www.churchofgodjackson.com. Again, that's www.churchofgodjackson.com. We hope you enjoy the message. God bless. My thought this evening, a constructive gospel. 
spiritual construction. The pure gospel, if accepted, is always constructed. Amen. 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 The gospel is capable of building up anyone. Amen. If properly presented and properly accepted, it will build. Amen. You know, Paul here had been in Ephesus laboring, and this is his valedictorian address to these people. Gather the elders together. Said that now I'm not shy to declare unto you all the counsel of God. It's sad today we're living in a time when people must try to survive off of a hack gospel. We're living in a time for one reason or another, people are refusing to preach a full gospel. They are omitting essential phases of the gospel. Let me get this. It is impossible for us to be complete as a saint or as a church and omit any phase of the gospel. Amen. Amen. The enemy has done a great work in these last days. It is such as people have so involved themselves and got themselves in such a mess. They are in effect of forcing the ministry who will allow it to omit certain phases of the gospel. Yes. Half gospel, half saints. So Paul says, I didn't come to you for the purpose of personal gain. He said, I've come to no man's silver gold, salary, uh, my personal sustenance was not an issue. Amen. He said, listen, I've not tried to declare unto you the whole counsel of God. Now you get this. Sooner or later, if you are to be an acceptable saint of God, and yea, acceptable of God in the judgment, you must have a full gospel preaching. You know, this one is a sad situation. You can listen to these religious radio programs around the clock, and it's almost like a broken record. The essential phases the building up phase of the gospel is woefully omitted. For whatever reason, if there is any phase of the gospel omitted, it will fail to produce that which is acceptable to God. So Paul said, I preach the law. Regardless of the consequences, whether people accepted it or rejected it, I have preached it all. The one we're living in a time when it's too late to fear the faces of man. Oh, yeah. It's too late to make merchandise of the people and preach the gospel for personal gain or to satisfy the whim of the people. Amen. You know, want, you can preach certain phases of the gospel and there are people who have been going to church for years and they are astounded to even know that that's in the Bible. So Paul said, I have not shot. He said, now, I am free and clear of the blood of all men. Amen. 
if we are careful, we will allow people to back us in the corner, and many people will be in the judgment with their hands dripping with blood. Because for whatever reason, they refuse to declare unto the people the whole counsel of God. Now, that is nothing upbuilding in anything less than that. So as Paul was leaving, usually the people's final remarks are the things that's most important to them and they wishes you to remember most. For so now I'm going to commend you. I've done all that I know to do. Now, I'm going to commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Amen. 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 Now, get this, dear one. We want all of you to know tonight that regardless to your natural weakness, your background, your previous involvement, the word of God's grace is able to build you up. Now there are people who have had one failure after another and have almost gone to despair because they feel that I've tried and that my situation is hopeless. Just the other day, a young man walked out of church. And I sensed the teaching. So I sent one of the brothers after. He said, look, he says, I feel, I feel time and time again. I'm just tired of this. But then what do you get this time? You don't need to go to despair. God's word is able to build you up. Amen. Even in a dark and benighted time, in which we're living. Over in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Now, the word of God is indiscriminate. There are not certain people with certain backgrounds and uh, certain uh, intellects, but the word of God is capable of building all of us up. Amen. Amen. It does build up those who will receive it. Amen. Amen. So we're not concerned about the, the weakness of your character. Amen. Uh, are your past failures, are your past involvements? In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9, read please. Know ye not that, ye not that the unrighteous shall not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God before before after salvation. Be not deceived. Be not deceived. Neither fornicators. Neither fornicators. Nor adulterers. Nor adulterers. Nor adulterers. Nor effeminate. Nor abused.
where false preachers are so they sin with the saints. And so the best you can do is go on living, do the best you can until you die. And to get on your knees every night and say, God, forgive me for all of the wrong that I've done today. But the word of God teaches expressly different. He says, touch words, some of you. Amen. Anything that you've done that pertains to sin should be in the past. It's not the present experience of a saint of God to sin. That's why people are not built up in false religion today. Why? Because they are not receiving the word of God that's capable of building them up. There is nothing in battle. There's nothing in false religion to build up a person. That's why God has come out of her, my people, and be not partake of us. Paul said, what? 
are what? But ye are sanctified. Ye are sanctified. But ye are justified. Ye are justified. You have two words of grace. You're sanctified and justified. Amen. 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 But ye are justified. Ye are justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord. And by the Spirit of the of our God, the, what you were in sin and debauchery, but the Word has built you up. Amen. Amen. See, you might be hunted by your background as far as the enemy is concerned. You might try to bring accusation and get you in uh, mental bondage. Amen. But you're at the bottom with everyone. Amen. God has a Word of, of His grace. There is a power and an anointing behind it that is capable of building you. Amen. And you don't have to walk around every day wondering whether or not you can make it. Amen. If you receive God's word, it will invariably glorify you. Thank God. Amen. Now, you get it. The word of his grace. Now, everybody that has a Bible and give you a little 20-minute essay on Sunday morning and not preaching God's word. Amen. See, you get this tonight. For it to be God's word along any line, it has to be as God intended. Amen. See, anything other than that is not God's word even though you read it. Amen. See, everybody that reads passages from the Bible are not preaching God's word. Amen. See, God inspires his word because he knows what he meant when he said it. You get that? Amen. See, you know what? That's what we're going to be judged by. That's why judgment is left to the Son. Why? Because it's his word. Amen. And he knows what he intended. I don't care what the doctrine is. I don't care what the standard is. Christ had something in mind when he preached it. People might be confused about it. People might have that very idea, but Christ knows what he had in mind. And you get this. Amen. He's going to judge you by what he had in mind when he said it. Amen. 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 That's what God's word is all about. What Christ intended when he preached it. Amen. I'm going to tell you something tonight. Thank God you better quit listening to the ideas of me and not remember what Christ meant. Amen. You better try to get the mind of Christ regarding these things that seem to be so controversial. Amen. Amen. Because Christ has something in mind. We, you, some of us might be confused, but he wasn't confused at all. Amen. By the word of his grace. By the word of his grace. See, there is no promise that anything else is capable of building you up. Amen. Only the word of his grace. Amen. And it's only the word of his grace when it's preached under his inspiration and as Christ meant. Amen. 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 The one is a sad situation that people are placing their never dying souls in the keeping of individuals who don't even know what it's all about. That's their eternal souls are hanging in the balance with men who don't even, by their own admission, have an experience of salvation. So how in the world can they deliver the word of God's grace which is capable of building up an individual and by their own admission they are sinning every more than 30 days? In Revelation chapter 8, this Take a passage there yes. Read. All right. You read from the seats? Uh, what verse is that? All right. Verse 
far. Brother Sister today mentioned and had it several times. She's filled to move out and submit the ministry to another. But she senses that those souls will be there under the auspices of somebody. And if by any means someone finagles their way in, who's incapable of feeding them the pure word, all those souls will go up into everlasting darkness. Because you are in effect with Jesus. So these ministers prepare themselves to go. Why? The seven angels. What? Down through the gospel days, God knew what the church would face. He knew it would take a prepared ministry to prepare the people in each age yeah. to survive the onslaught yeah. of the death. Yeah. You see, anyone, you cannot prepare yourself for this battle with just some little essay. Yeah. There has to be a method for the hour. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Now, in this particular time, Satan is coming with great wrath. God knew that. God knew how intense the efforts of the devil would be to destroy the church because he recognized he had but a short time to do it. Mm -hmm. So since God knows that, he has a prepared ministry to prepare you for that onslaught. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. You don't just preach something off the top of your head or, or warm up something, praise the God, and dash it on the saints of God. Amen. Brother, time to do serious for that. Yes, Brother, souls are hanging between life and death. Amen. Amen. Yes. The next move could be a fatal move. They need nothing from God to sustain them yeah. and to build them up. Amen. And everything that comes from the lips of men are not capable of building up men. Yes. Amen. Amen. The people of God. So God knew that. He said the seven angels, which only mean ministers, they prepared themselves. Look, brother, I'm going to tell you something. That's why congregations and groups are seeking everlasting. Why? They don't have anyone prepared to blow the message that will hold them up in time of peace. And we were talking about that and the pressure and the confusion and the conflicts one after the other. Brother, you don't just do any, any man anymore, brother. You've got to know what moves make that. Yes. Some souls who came to this meeting have things waiting on them when they get home. You don't know what you're going to face. You, can fa you might face something, brother, that could be uh, climactic to your whole experience. Oh, God, you don't know what to look for. And listen, if the ministry here don't sound clear notes, Yes. Amen. God might have a message that's prepared just for what you are going to eat. You don't know what your crisis might be. Even before you get home. But I guarantee you, if you listen to the message, it'll prepare you. An anointed message will prepare you. That's why you need to give the most earnest heed to what you hear. And not allow it to slip. Why? Because it prepares you for something. So for us to prepare you, we must be prepared. Amen. Amen. Brother, that's why, if we're talking about the sixth year and the first year, that's why they, they were so meticulous. They would lay hands suddenly on no man. Why? Yeah. Because Amen. they sent the gravity of this responsibility. They realized if a person gets behind God's desk or uh, make a false claim incapable of feeding God's people, many people will sink off in the everlasting darkness because of their inability. Amen. They prepared themselves to blow. They prepared themselves to blow. You don't just get up and not blow any kind of wild news to God's people. Yeah. You don't just try to tickle people fancy or able to do something to uh, satisfy their whims. Yeah. Brother, they have a message. Listen, none of us have been this way before. None of us have. 
None of us are able to foresee the future. You don't know what the future holds you, but God does. God does. God knows the message that you need to make you acceptable to him. Amen. God knows that. God knows your, your, your difficulties. God knows your thoughts are far wrong. He knows what's needed to forestall. Amen. Uh, he knows when to uh, put the angel in the way with a flaming sword to alter your course. God knows that. Because why? He knows what's impending. Amen. Amen. So God will send a message through a prepared ministry if you'll take heed and humble your heart and will prepare you. Otherwise, there is no way to prepare yourself otherwise. Amen. There is no way to be built up in the kingdom other than by the word of God's grace. Amen. And it has to be the word. Amen. 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 You can read good books. Amen. You can hear essays. You can listen to records. But there is no other means whereby God has provided to build up people in this church but by the word of his grace. Amen. 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 So that's why the angel had to prepare themselves a little. Why? Because thank God they had to be certain. They had to blow a clear sound. Amen. That's why there's so much confusion in the land today, brother. Clear notes are not being blown. Amen. People are left, amen, to, uh, to satisfy their own whims. Mm -hmm. It's a sad situation, brother. A preacher can preach a message under the anointing of God. And I don't say it that way. I mean, there is no respect for the most part to the ministry. Why? Because there are those who have allowed their trumpets to be muted. Though they have blown uncertain sounds and they left it to the people to do it right in their own eyes. Oh, yeah. And that's what happened during Samuel's time. Brother, they had no, 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 no king, no, no prophet, amen, who would declare the whole counsel of God. So they were left to do what's right in their own eyes. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. When people are left to do what's right in their own eyes, they will invariably go wrong. The flesh will always come out on top, brother. Why? Because people are going to favor the flesh. If they are left to themselves, they're going to favor the flesh, brother. And you write that down in your little book tonight. And even when people are confused, they're like, for the most part, they're not going to give God the benefit of the doubt. And sometimes God leaves some things nebulous, not clear. Why? Because he wants to see what's in you. You remember what David said over Psalm 17? He's tried me in the night. And he's known me. In other words, he tried me in dark times when I didn't really know which way to go. And he tried my reins. You see, you see, where I'm sending. See, God sometimes refuses to make things clear to you just to see what you're going to do. Here, let me say something one time. If you love God as you ought, even if you are uncertain about the situation, you'll give God the benefit of the Amen. When you might go this way or that way and you're not clear, you'll give God the benefit of the doubt. Well, you say, oh, I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. Well, if you don't know what to do, give God the benefit of the doubt. And still stay side. Amen. Well, one person says one thing and one person says another. I'm, I'm just totally confused. Give God the benefit of the doubt. Amen. If you love God, like you say you do, praise our God, love your soul, give God the benefit of the doubt and you can know you're clear. Yeah, you, you, might, you might miss something that, that possibly you could enjoy, but give God the benefit of the doubt. Amen. 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 God said, the angels prepared themselves to blow. 
You are, in effect, what you eat. Whether you feed people strife, you want to have a whole uh, bunch of strivers. Right, Whatever you feed people, brother, they're going to invariably be that. Turn to First Peter chapter 2, if you will, verses 1 and 2. Amen. That's why you need a pure gospel. Amen. That's why you need that people are dying with people being fed right from the beginning to the end. That doesn't build up anyone, brother. That doesn't build up an individual. Amen. That doesn't build up a group. Amen. That's why we're here, brother. We're here to feed people. Praise the God. Amen. Amen. The pure word of God which is capable of building them up. Thank God. Giving them Read 1 Peter 2, verse 2. Wherefore, laying aside all malice. Wherefore, laying aside all malice. And all guile. And all guile. And hypocrisies. And hypocrisies. And envies. And envies. And all evil speakings. And all evil speakings. As newborn babes. As newborn babes. Desire the sincere milk of the word. Desire the sincere milk of the word. I don't know if any of you have had the experience of seeing a baby when he's born. They come to the I don't know. I guess, I'm sure God teaches them somehow in the womb, I guess. But they come to the popping lips. Yeah. I mean, you see, it seems they can't get enough. God made this analogy because it's pity. Brother, when a person gets through this day, you don't have to worry about offending them to you. You don't have to worry about feeding them the word. Amen. Why? Because they are hungry for the word. Amen. 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 See, many times we, 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 you're trying to be too tactful, uh, you can go too far to the left. Brother, when people get truly saved, when people get truly saved, they are hungry. Amen. Yeah. I remember some years ago, they were telling about an individual who was a part of the Masonic Order. And he was not aware that uh, God's church was against secret orders. And uh, so he said, uh, I understand that uh, the Masonic said, uh, 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 God is a secret order. And listen, that's right, uh, you want to eat the Lord. <laughs> you know what I want. Even when, when the word like him, I'm doing it. Whatever, whatever my involvement, when the light comes from the word of God, when God pure word comes, then it's there. I'll drop it in the heart. That's the attitude of a real born-again saint of God. You don't want to break anything over into the new life that God cannot smile upon. You are not trying to avoid it or trying to circumvent it. Go around and you are trying to know more about God's requirement. You are desiring. It's a personal longing for the sincere milk of God. Amen. Why? Because you sense this that it's going to take the word of God to build you up. And a real saint of God, they want all of the strength that they can accumulate because they sense the need for it. And there is no way to be built up otherwise but by the word of God. And they want you, it's good sometimes to be general, but there you sometimes you need to specify, just like Jesus did. Sometimes Jesus preached in generalities, and there were times he specified. Because he knew the people needed it. He knew that their love for God needed to be tested. And the only way it could be tested was by touching things that were near and hidden. Mm -hmm. That's what he did. And brother, even sometimes things of God crying and whine and bad and pray and come back and give me more. <laughs> Amen. Thank God. It's not good to me, but it's good for me. So give me more. Amen. 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 Amen.
don't have to worry about running away anybody's word. They have a real genuine and experience of God. If God is adding anyone, you don't have to worry about running them away with the word. Just preach the word. Not ideas and opinions, but the word. Desire. Amen. You don't have to worry about being offensive because that's what they desire. You don't offend a person with what they desire. That's right. Amen. Yeah. See, we allow the enemy to give us a false concept of the thing. And we give, oh, how am I offensive? And you live all night trying to find some diplomatic way to approach the situation when all you need to do is preach the word. Yeah. Amen. 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 Trying to find a side door to go in and come up on the blind side and all that kind of thing. Preach the word. Preach the word of God. Yeah. And leave the result with God.
and to the word of the grace which is able to build you up. Now you get this now. <coughs> your inheritance is not determined by your initial acceptance of Christ. It's able to build you up what? Mommy, you didn't do anything for mommy. You didn't do anything for mommy. 
So they go out trying to prove their eligibility, amen, and they're worth it. Amen! But by the same token, and then they take the probate court, and the judge determines who's worthy. Maybe everybody gets some type of ass. Well, and the same thing spiritually. Everybody wants to be an ass just because they go to church. One day they shook the preacher's hand and they were baptized in water, so I'm an ass. No, no, it doesn't go that way. The judge said, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not a legal ass. Praise the Lord, you didn't walk with me in white. Amen, you didn't walk with me in white, so you're not, praise the Lord, God was not the right. Amen, you're not worthy. Amen, they shall walk with me in white. Amen. Your inheritance is among those that are saying, I want to be where my inheritance is. Thank God, I want to be where my inheritance is. Among, and that's where it is indeed, among them that are sanctified. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 12, if you will. Read. Giving thanks unto the Father. Giving thanks unto the Father. Which has made us meet to be part Which has made us meet. Which has made us eligible. Come on. Your life. If God gives you light, you must walk. You don't pray about it, you walk in it. 
See, many people try to stole. Amen. God has troubled them about things. God has given them clear life, but because it would bring them low, because it's such a dramatic decision, amen, they stay in the darkness and say, I'm praying about it. People have come to this gospel, this truth. As I know you preach the truth. I don't get truth where I am. Amen. And so I said, well then, the word of God gives you a commandment. Well, I'm praying about it. What God has given you clear light and you're going to pray about it? When you pray after God has shown you light, you are going to get into confusion. About any matter, whatever it might involve, if you uh, essay to pray about it, after God makes it crystal clear, you're going to get confused. Right? Because you're not honest. What are you seeking if God's already given you light? And God never promised to shine light on our bed more than once. Amen. In the judgment, all that God has to do to lead us is to have shown the light on your path at least one time. So when people get before God, they can't say, Lord, and they recognize from that moment they could have no rest or no real peace unless they walk in that light. And whatever area that light may come, you get this. When God gives you light, nobody can gain anything. Amen. Now you can try to seek counsel here or there, and you can try to explain it away or stifle your conscience. When God gives you light, when God puts his finger on it, you have something on your hand. Many people have tried to suppress their consciences and tried to close their eyes. You did too late. See, close your eyes after you've seen to no avail. Partaker. 
of the inheritance. Of the saints. Of the saints in life. What made you eligible? Read on. Who has delivered us from the This is what made us eligible. Our deliverance. Our deliverance. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness and had translated, and had translated us into the kingdom, of, into the kingdom of his dear son. God's word is constructed. When you're building a building, you take some hammering, some chiseling. Amen. When people are building. Bible speakers, other, 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 other building, and, and they are certain stones, but God has some kind of chisel. Come on. God has to knock some rough edges off of it. Amen. If they seem painful, praise all God, they see some sparks flying, but if you're going to fit into the building, you have to take the chisel. Amen. Amen. God has no self will people. You think you're such a, a beautiful stone, think God, you can just jump in any way you want to go, sir, brother. Nobody comes to the church of God who don't need a chisel. Amen. Nobody comes to Mount Zion who does not need some chiseling. I don't care where you come from. Even they got here, even if they say before you get there, you still need some chiseling. Amen. Amen. Why? Because there's only full life in Zion. Amen. Thank God if you allow God to build you up, Amen. He'll make you eligible for the inheritance. I don't want to be disqualified. I don't want to be disqualified by rejecting and rebelling against the light of God's word. Just because it's, it has. I'm making a great demand of me. Because it's, it, it's, it's revolutionizing me. Because I got to deal with some issues that's going to be deep and hard and decisive. Are you in a position? Are you in a position tonight? That God can build you. That God can construct you. And bring you to a complete building. Amen. A magnificent structure. Amen. We don't want to stay on the foundation forever. We've got to work on the superstructure. Yeah. But it's so sad, you want. Uh, there was a house once near us. I had an interest in And the guy had built the first floor. And went about five years later, it's still a basement there for the And the last time I saw it, was so cute. But they didn't want to go through the pain and get involved of building a real superstructure. There was pain and expense and labor involved. And the same thing spiritually. They want many people to build a beautiful foundation, make a flowery start, but the building process. When the word of God began to come, they were able to build them up. They rejected. Amen, like a spoiled child. He picks over that, I think yesterday, the girl I saw, maybe uh, she had some beans and some potatoes, I guess, and a victim of chocolate cake, so she didn't take beans and fish. <laughs> she was eating for the most appealing, that which uh, she thought was the most digestible calendar. That's just the way some people are, though. Uh, they, will, they will eat freely. They're thinking about dessert. But that's another thing. Amen. It might be difficult to chew and digest, but it will be good. Praise God. It will build you up and it will give you an inheritance among those that are sanctified. If you're not eligible tonight, why don't you submit yourself to the word of God? 
as God is showing to you. See, many people are arguing against the word of God. I don't know what you're preaching. You know why they're, they're so curious? Because God is showing you. They're really fighting in the rebellion against God. Many times God deals with individuals before the preacher gets there. But they take it out of the preacher. It's not the preacher. It's the fact that God is showing you. And they're rebelling against God. And we are the object. You have a short one. That's right. If you need help tonight. If you need help tonight. Amen. If there are certain portions of God's word that you have difficulty with, why don't you say, I'm going to be for God? Take him your church. Some people do all right, but they don't get a certain feel of God's word. And they thank someone. That will affect your church. That will, see, if the whole conglomerate Bible is God's word, not just a paper. It has to be complete to be God's word. And there are people who really eat some certain paper when you come to the paper, you turn down. That disqualifies you. Yeah. 
is the way out. There's no way out. There's only one thing to do is submit, submit, submit. God give me grace to submit. Whatever it be, however it might affect me, give me grace to submit. I want to be clear. I want to be built up. I want to be prepared. Maybe you find some difficulty submitting now, but if you will make a move, God bless you. Lord, uh, in, in this move, seem to be horrifying. The cause of this seems to be horrifying. But if, if you give me grace, I'll do it. Praise God. If you show me, I'll stop it. I'll discontinue it. I'll measure up what everybody involved. Have no drawback for you because my eternity hinges on My eternity hinges on You know, they want to something about the true word of God that affects people differently than anything else. Yeah. You can go to a thousand churches, but when the word of God is preached, it has a different effect. Why? Because God supports it, God backs it up. It affects you like nothing else does. 